Good evening, fellow sojourners. It's Linda Nelson with the Step Up to Rise Up uh, podcast, and it is episode 33, our final episode for the year. And I just wanted to come on and wish you all a Merry Christmas. I just got done watching um, Christmas with the Chosen, the Messenger, and um, one of the things I took away um, this evening was we don't need to wait any longer. We are the messengers. And I, I thought that was just so profound. But we've been talking about stories um, the month of December, and I thought this was appropriate to end on the story of Christ's birth. Um, the greatest story ever told, I guess. And um, there's so many lessons in his birth, and um, I've been reflecting on that and hope that you find some time to do that tomorrow as well. <clears throat> but for now, I'm going to read you a devotional that came across um, my email this week, and it's um, taken from Mornings with Jesus. <clears throat> and so I'm going to, for the last episode, episode 33, which is interesting as that was the age that Jesus was when he began his ministry. So he spent 33 years going through all of the human stuff that we have to go through as humans. The ups and the downs and the trials and the joys and the sorrows, all of it. And it's so interesting to me uh, that he chose to come as a little baby when he could have, being his ministry actually started at 33, he could have come any time in there and not have gone through all of that human experience. So I'm going to start with Luke 2, verse 7, from the NIV. And she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in clothes and placed him in a manger, because there was no guest room available for them. And then taken from Matthew 2, verse 11. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And the devotion reads, I've spent this morning wrapping presents. The sofa was blanketed in items awaiting my attention and the dining table stood awash in paper and ribbon. It was a scene of happy chaos. Cookies in the oven, a scented candle burning on the hearth, and Christmas music playing in the background. As I prepared gifts for loved ones, I recalled some of my family's earliest Christmases. Simple gifts seemed to please my daughter most, such as a box of brightly colored feathers, a stack of of felt or popsicle sticks. Why did those inexpensive presents bring my child such joy when just a foot away lay an expensive popular doll? Perhaps because those simple gifts required her to think, act, and create to make her world a better place, something I desire to do as I follow Jesus. After almost all the wrapping had been completed, One small, empty box remained. 
I wrapped it and placed it alongside the others under the tree. This gift is special, though, because it's for Jesus. It may seem empty, but as I covered it in festive paper, I contemplated how it's really not. This container is filled with all the plans I have for the coming year that I hope will bring Jesus glory, actions I can take, people I can help, and ways I can make his world a better place. This symbolic gift won't ever need to be opened. Jesus knows my heart, my intentions, and my love for him. It's for me to remember and to keep giving. And a faith step for you? What can you offer Jesus this year? Create your own gift for Jesus. And remember, love is patient Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It's not easy ang- easily angered. It keeps no records of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. And that's from 1 Corinthians 13, verses 4 through 7. Our family shares holidays, spending Christmas Eve at my home and Christmas Day at my daughter and son-in-law's. On Christmas Eve, after our meal, we open gifts and then end the evening with a candlelight church service. I always look forward to our celebration of Jesus' birth. But tonight, I sit on the couch and reflect. At some point, each of us has encountered trials, whether through infidelity, abuse, jealousy, pride, lying, anger, or unforgiveness. We've stumbled our way to living, not just reading the words of 1 Corinthians 13. We're human. It's been a long road, one that we've walked each step with Jesus at our side. Contemplating on Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, I don't see trials and egos at play. In complete submission to God, Mary endured shame by bearing the honor and sacred burden of Jesus. Joseph accepted dishonor by wedding Mary, though it put an end to his respectability. Jesus' earthly parents were special, selfless, and obedient. They understood what love truly entails, both the hard and the easy. This quiet night is full of hope and love. I thank God for the sacred gift of his son, and as I await tomorrow, when I'll bask in the blessings of my faith, all my thanks go to the tiny baby Jesus, asleep abed in the straw and a faith step for you, meditate on 1 Corinthians 13. Insert Jesus' name and then yours and give thanks. And again from Luke 2, verse 7. And she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in clothes and placed him in a manger 
because there was no guest room available for them. Christmas morning came too quickly. I rose early, planning to spend a few minutes alone with the Lord. I poured a cup of coffee and struggled to reflect on Him, but my thoughts raced here and there. Praying calmed me, and my eyes settled on our nativity. Jesus' first bed was a feeding trough, surrounded by livestock. I wonder, was he born in a stable or a cave? Did it matter? Not at all. What mattered was that he came to those who were his own, but they did not receive him. John 1, verse 11. But as I stared at the manger, tears welled in my eyes. The humbleness of the space, the lack of even the simplest of comforts, and the complete vulnerability of that tiny baby resting in the straw. I ached to pick him up. Reaching for the porcelain figure, I grasped it in one hand. It was as if my eyes were opened to his holiness. I returned the figurine to its spot and finished my coffee. In the bustle of this season, only one gift matters, Jesus. His love and forgiveness are ready, waiting in the form of an infant asleep in a stable. On this special day, I hold baby Jesus close in my heart. And that's written by Heidi Gowell, G-A-U-L. And her suggested faith step is steal a few moments this morning to meditate on baby Jesus. Cradle his tiny image in your heart throughout the day and give thanks. What a beautiful sentiment that she wrote. Thinking about Jesus as a baby is so tender and so loving. He just did not have to come as a baby, as I said when I first started the episode. So he did it all for us. He did it all for you. That story was written from day one of being a baby and going through the human experience. And he did all of that so that we would trust that we have a Savior who understands all that life throws our way. He wants us to trust him with our lives and to surrender to that unconditional love that he has for each one of us. So my friends, that's the last episode for the year. I thought it was a beautiful devotion to end our time this year. And um, I want to wish you all a very Merry Christmas and hope that you find some quiet moments throughout the day or even into next week to really ponder about all that it means to have Jesus come as a baby and really be born again in your heart. I will be back again after the first of the year with some additional podcasts. And I thank you for bringing me along with you and for, um, for all your support. I appreciate you more than I can say. 
Have a very Merry Christmas, my friends, and I'll see you next year.